My name is Susie. I'm a cruise addict and travel agent. This is episode 14. And I originally named this episode, Let's Go to Texas, y'all, because I'm going to be talking about Texas. But before I jump into talking about Texas, I got to talk about where the heck I've been because it's been since November that I've been able to record a podcast. So much has happened since November. So let's talk about it. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Susie. I'm a cruise advisor or cruise travel agent. I specialize in cruise travel. I live in California. I do a lot of social media and I actually love recording my podcast. And let me tell you why I haven't been able to do it since November. November was a pretty amazing month. I got to go on the Norwegian Prima, which is Norwegian's newest cruise ship. I also got to go to Texas, which this episode is about. I'll save that for a little bit. And then... I also got to go to the christening cruise for Wonder of the Seas, which is Royal Caribbean's newest ship. After I got home from that cruise, I had surgery to remove two huge lipomas from my abdomen. Now I'm totally thinking pimple popper, like they're just going to suck those guys out. And it wasn't like that. It really, um, two huge, at least six inch incision scars in my abdomen and the recovery has not been fun. It took me a long time to feel normal again. I'm actually not 100% just yet. So I'm kind of glad that I didn't travel at all in the month of January because I have an amazing February coming up. But in a nutshell, that's why I haven't been able to come on and record a podcast episode. In addition, it is currently wave season. What does that mean? Wave season for travel agents is when The majority of the people like to book their summer vacations, winter vacations, and I'm slammed. I mean, gosh, I'm so lucky that I have so many people that want to work with me and my agency. So to summarize, your girl was out for a little bit with the surgery, traveling at the end of last year, and then I've just been completely busy booking so many wonderful cruise vacations. So jumping back into what this episode is about, and I said, let's go to Texas, y'all, because you guys, I went to Texas in November, and it had been a while since I'd been in Galveston. Why did I go to Galveston? Royal Caribbean invited me to check out two things. The first thing is they have a brand new cruise terminal. I'm going to talk about that in a second. And the second thing is that they gave Texas Royal Caribbean I'm a little jealous that you guys are sending all the wonderful hardware to Texas. What about those of us over here in California? Just saying. They got the Allure of the Seas, which is one of their Oasis class ships. But let's talk about how cruising from Galveston happens. Because you there's no airport in Galveston. And who's taking these cruises from Texas? Because Texas has been growing. They... I think years ago said, give us a chance because a lot of people didn't want to drive to Florida or drive to the West Coast. So the majority of the people that take cruises from Florida, I'm sorry, from Texas are people that live somewhere in Texas or in the South that can drive to the port. So how do you get to Galveston if you're having to fly? Well, there's two options and I'm going to talk about both of them because it's important to know that if you are taking a cruise from Galveston, you have the option to fly into Houston Hobby or George Bush International. They are not, they're like the ones, okay, so Hobby is 30 minutes away from Galveston. And then 
Um, uh, George Bush is about an hour and 20 minutes, more or less, giving traffic away. So depending on your flight, you have to keep that in mind when you're planning, you know, your cruise vacation, especially for your return flights home, only because if you book a two or like if you're flying out of George Bush and your flight is at 11, there's a good chance you're not going to make it. So something that you want to keep in mind when you are booking air, if you're going out of Galveston. Another thing that I want to talk about is uh, staying in the Galveston area. So you're right there by the water. There's a lot of like live entertainment. Um, it's actually kind of cute. Gives me like Mardi Gras feels. Um, I stayed at the Tremont House, which is a historical hotel. Now it's been purchased by Marriott. They totally renovated. It is haunted, but it was beautiful. I didn't sleep very well that night though. I ain't gonna lie because I heard that there's a ghost named Jimmy. And I was like just thinking that Jimmy was going to come into our room. So lots of options to stay. A lot of people also prefer to stay like if they fly into Hobby near the airport, if they fly in the night before, just to save some money. Another important uh, thing to note about uh, cruising from Galveston is that if you're going to Uber, I do a lot of Ubering when I travel now just because I like the convenience of being on my own time. I know a lot of my um, clients ask for transfers. A lot of hotels do not provide complimentary shuttles. Most of them charge a fee. I don't want to wait around for people. I'm just being really high maintenance. Let's keep it real. So I like to Uber or Lyft. And it's important to know that the Uber company as of right now or as of November when I went, um, they were not allowed to drive into the port. So you have to have the Lyft app if you're going to do ride sharing into the port of Galveston. So again, who cruises from Texas? A lot of families. I book a lot of families that live in Texas. Texas is booming with people wanting to go on cruise ships, especially now that the restrictions have been lifted. I've been booking a bunch of people on Carnival and Royal Caribbean specifically. What cruise lines are currently there right now? Uh, you have two options with Royal Caribbean. So you have the Allure of the Seas, which is an Oasis class ship. And I believe, don't quote me, but I think it's the Adventure of the Seas. And then later in the year, they're going to have the Voyager of the Seas. Those ships do a shorter itinerary, like a four or five nighter. Carnival also has the Carnival Vista right now, which does the seven night sailings. And then they also have the Dream and the Breeze that do some shorter itineraries. And I have seen some eight nighters on those ships as well. Those are smaller ships, though, than the Carnival Vista. Another big one for Texas is that they are getting uh, Princess. Princess Cruise Lines has sent over the Ruby Princess, which is an older, smaller ship. But that gives, you know, people that love Princess Cruise Lines that option. And NCL is going to be uh, sending a ship out that way, too. So it's definitely the cruise lines have their eyes on Texas. It's obvious. I mean, they're sending ships. They're investing in the ports. And it's growing, which is fantastic for people that live out there. So I'm going to be talking about the itineraries of where you can go if you want to take a cruise from Texas, no matter what the line. So whether it be Royal, Carnival, Princess, Norwegian, whoever's out there. Oh, Disney. I'm sorry. Disney goes out there too. I forget about Disney sometimes. So you do mostly Western Caribbean itineraries. That includes like Cozumel, Costa Maya, Roatan, Honduras. Carnival I've seen has some stops that stop in uh, Grand Cayman, Jamaica, 
but you have to keep in mind the distance of where Galveston is compared to the Caribbean, compared to the Bahamas. It, it's a minute. It's a minute to get out there, right? So you have to calculate sea days because you have to cross the Gulf. And a lot of people ask me, they're like, we want to go to the Bahamas from Galveston on a four-night four cruise. It ain't going to happen. They, they don't have enough time to get out there and then get back. So keep that in mind if you're taking a cruise from Texas that you're kind of limited to the Western Caribbean because I do get a lot of people that live in Texas and they're like, we've been there, we've done that. And they end up, you know, cruising out of Florida to go to the places like Eastern Caribbean or Southern Caribbean. But at least there's options. I mean, there's something to choose from if you're wanting to take a cruise from Texas. Going back to the reason of why I was in Galveston, thanks to Royal Caribbean who invited me to check out their new cruise terminal they dropped $125 million to develop a solar-powered cruise terminal. Yep, completely energy-efficient cruise terminal, and it is gorgeous. It is really beautiful. Uh, the flow, again, I was not on a traditional cruise. I was on like a, a they called it a trade event. So all of us there were travel agents or people that work in the industry, tons of Royal Caribbean people. And, but even then the check-in process was smooth. I always find that when I'm cruising with Royal Caribbean, even when I'm cruising from Miami or LA, generally speaking, their check-in process is like perfection. Uh, literally, I think I was in the cruise terminal for no more than 10 minutes from security to check-in. They really have an amazing process, especially with the staggered arrival time for embarkation that they continue to do started during the pandemic or at the restart excuse me and they continue to do it and it's totally working and I absolutely love it so thank you thank you Royal for that and right now again they have now the Allure so I was on the very first cruise on the Allure and it was my first time on the Allure I've done Oasis class before uh, so I had done Symphony now the Allure um, and then after the Allure in December, I did the Wonder. And then next month, I'm going on the Harmony. So I'm kind of making my way through these Oasis class ships. And it's a gorgeous ship. I mean, it's, it hasn't gotten the amplification from the other ships that they have gotten. Like, it doesn't have an ultimate abyss. I can't remember what else it's missing. But I didn't feel like anything was missing. It was just, oh, they, it doesn't have like a lime and coconut. And those kinds of deck amplifications that some of the other ships have gotten Later this year, if memory serves me right, they're going to have the Harmony. So they're going to swap out the Allure with a Harmony, which is, again, a newer Oasis-class ship. I I am, okay, Royal Caribbean, I'm sort of jealous. We have the Navigator. Thank you for that. But, like, seriously, how amazing would it be to have an Oasis-class ship out here on the West Coast? Hopefully one day, if we fill up that Navigator on the West Coast... West Coasters, I'm talking to you. They will give us an Oasis class. So the Allure cruise that I went on, again, was a trade cruise. Travel agents galore. We had reps uh, management from Royal Caribbean. And it was just really nice to cruise from Texas. It was my first water cannon experience where they like lead you out the water cannons are out there so that was cool of course I know so many people now from other travel agents from content creators that just to hang out with people that have you know this common interest of and love of cruising um, that was really special I can't remember we went to Cozumel 
And did we go anywhere else? My goodness. I don't think so. I think it was just, it was like a four night cruise. So that is why I was in Texas in November. Again, I'm glad that I went um, just to be able to see it, feel it, experience it, and be able to share it with my clients. At least they have some options to check out. Mostly options from Carnival and Royal Caribbean. But just to know again that the, the cruise lines have the eyes their eyes on Texas for sure. And I promise to come back. I know I said that last time, right? But I want to do another episode on my Norwegian Prima cruise, which I, after leaving the uh, Texas, I literally flew to Florida. The next day I was on another ship. That's Norwegian's newest cruise ship. And then the christening cruise for Royal on the Wonder was the month after that. So I will record two more episodes. And then moving forward, looking ahead for my travels, I'm jumping on a celebrity cruise ship in two weeks. After that, I'm going to Jamaica to do some content creation. Share more about that later. So excited. After that, I'm doing my first uh, cruise with Holland America. And and then I go back at the end of February back to Florida where I'm going to be jumping on Harmony of the Seas for a conference cruise with my host agency. So, so much coming up. And that's just the beginning of the year. I mean, we're talking Europe cruise this summer. I'm going back to Alaska in May. I mean, let's just say I have some really amazing trips planned and I'm just so grateful for my business and my social media accounts and so many of you that support me. I can't thank you enough. So to recap, so happy for all of y'all in Texas. Enjoy your new cruise terminal, cruise terminal from Royal Caribbean. Enjoy the allure and soon to be harmony. And of course, those of you that love carnival, you have some options at there as there as well. And um, yeah, thanks for not giving up on me. I'm going to be here. I'm going to be recording. It's just trying to survive right now. Wave season. It's been a little bit like a tsunami. I'm not going to lie. But um, feel free to follow me on my other social media accounts. I am Cruise Yes Please on Instagram and on TikTok. I'm Cruising Susie. I have a very nice big account over there. And I hope you guys follow along as we kind of navigate cruising again in 2023 and thanks for listening to this one and I'll see you guys soon.